Hello university students, welcome to the University Friends podcast. I am Jacob Webster, a third year specialist sports journalist at the University of Derby. With a passion for writing and supporting Manchester United, my co-hosts and good friends Jack Human, Matt Davidson and Ben Ashman join me. I would also like to praise Kane Hunt for being our technical director. Would you all like to introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hey everyone, I'm Matt from uh, Cheshire. I'm currently enrolled in film production at the University of Derby in my third year. I'm passionate about uh, making and producing films. And an interesting fact about me... And that's the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jack... Oh, a bit of a voice crack there. Hi, I'm Jack. I am from Lincolnshire, not Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> um, I currently am enrolled on a media production course at the University of Derby and I'm also in my third year I have a passion for film and documentary editing not specifically documentaries but we'll go with it um, and I've yeah documentaries before. I have done it before but I wouldn't say it's my main passion I don't know I do it though so um, yeah, um, I'm Ben, and like Matt, uh, I'm a third-year student uh, who also does film production, coming from Derbyshire. Um, I have a passion for directing and also starring in films as an actor. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't have an interesting hobby or fact, so I'll See leave it back mean. to Jacob. There must be something, Ben. Come on, you want Oh, well... <laughs> I've got um, one about Ben. Yeah, well, I don't think they need to hear it. Five things about Ben very recently. I think, I guess the coolest thing about me is that I collect Lego. There we go. That's pretty that's, cool. That's not cool. It's very cool. But yeah. Why? What's the five things you have on me? Coming up in our second podcast topic, we will be reviewing our first university experience for the first two weeks. Do you remember your first few weeks of university? I remember walking into St Christopher's Hall's residence of Kitcher and my family to introduce myself to Matt and Jack and Ben, who is now staying there for his third year. I was in room number six and Jack was in room number one opposite me and Matt was in number five as my neighbour. Even I don't remember. In the corridor. Um, it was pure fate that brought us together that day. Well, uh, that's I don't remember cute. much of my first two weeks in university, but I think it's probably because because we weren't there. there. Yeah, there wasn't really much interesting going off except for me and Joe and Connor, who obviously are very close think, with now. But I think our first two weeks was mainly just us going out freshers together, wasn't it? We did go out a lot on freshers, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Do Do you guys remember? Um, we went out to this freshers event where it was like a soap party or something where they shoot I feel yeah. I almost died that night like yeah. I couldn't even <laughs> breathe I, when that I, was like, being blown you opened your eyes and soap was in there you'd breathe in all the soap <laughs> you'd, just, you'd, you'd have a drink and it just tasted of soap it was like something out of a war zone literally like, I felt yeah. like a dishwasher <laughs> yeah <laughs> <was> horrible <laughs> yeah well, you Ben? Did you go to any freshers' events? I didn't. No, I was stuck inside the whole time because, like I say, I was I was with with the missus at the time, and she wouldn't let me go. Oh yeah. So well. yeah. So as far as like freshers' events and stuff goes, like I I, I didn't really do anything. Uh, like I only really started properly going out in Derby like the start of second year when we went back. You mean? And it wasn't really when, when we started. When we started hanging out, man, yeah. it was like I'd hang out with Matt and we'd go to like Spoons every Wednesday and then like hang do you, out. Do you remember often. how the fir- literally the first day at Spoons ended? 
<laughs> this involves all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, do you remember the start of second year? Well, I, um, I went oh. out to Spoons with Ben and... Charlie was this Gates. like your very first day at university? And Ella came with us as this well This was our day. first... This was the first Wednesday of second year. So oh, okay, even though yeah. we're talking about first year, this is second year. Yeah. Um, we all went... A, group, a small group of us went to Spoons afterwards and I just got annihilated because Gad was one of those guys who just... Sends, sends yeah. you shots after and doesn't even tell you yeah. and obviously you just can't turn away free alcohol it's, yeah it's like the rap party when Cameron so would do it and I, you just drink shots over and over I remember El yeah. leaving but I don't remember you and Gad leaving me and somehow I ended up on my own paralytic <laughs> leaving spoons and then our other mate Joe found me and took me out. Not a girl, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack answered the door when he brought me when he brought me home, and because I, I provided the bowl very, from the kitchen, he there, did. Was, there was a bowl. And um, Joe's a very feminine woman. He looks. Jack thought it was. A <laughs> did you say he's a very feminine woman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he basically is. he is very effeminate. <laughs> and um, but. Um, so I got once I was in I wanted to get changed into some comfy clothes so I was like yeah I'll just get into some pyjamas or something or some joggers I, so I fully undress and then just halfway through like nah yeah I'll just put a dressing gown on so I, I put my dressing gown on I walk out I walk out sit down in, in the living room area and my girlfriend was up for the weekend as well by the way and <laughs> just for context I hadn't tied the belt too well and so when I sat down my dressing gown just opened up and I flashed um, Jack Jacob and, and, and Chloe Jack's girlfriend yep <laughs> my perspective on the night is that I went home and I got home and as soon as I got home Joe called me and went you are aware that Matt's paralytic in spoons and I was like where's Gad And because Gad used to do this he used to have this like amazing disappearing act he'd have like so many drinks and then you wouldn't see him for like yeah. four years and yeah that was my my perspective on the night was I just get a call of just by the way Matt's dying in spoons I was like oh no I think it's like these sort of stories that like bring people like closer together like oh, especially at university 100% like, you know well, if it weren't for that night then <laughs> then there's yeah. a lot of stuff that I joke about now that <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have the confidence to <laughs> at what point in the first year and first semester did it feel like you'd started to genuinely settle in I mean I mean I don't know it was I felt pretty settled in after my first couple nights out yeah really um, I'd say like I felt comfortable after the after the first week or so but it started to feel like when it started to feel like uni is that what you're asking yeah so it started to feel like um, like you were away from your parents and stuff and like I remember because my first day I felt like quite homesick and stuff. I was like, for me, uh, yeah, it was just a good two weeks. Yeah, like pretty much just when lectures started, it was uh, because they're not like not. It's not like going to a class. Mm. Yeah, not like asked to do work in the class or anything, or given homework for afterwards. You just you just told the information. You write it down. And then you go back home and expand your knowledge even further based on what you've been told. Yeah. That's sort of how I've always viewed uni. Mm. I think and the first two weeks were just like a general like overview of like what like what you'd be learning and stuff. Yeah. Like um, what sort of skills or like things did you acquire a taste for? Was it the media production side of things or was it the film production side of things that got you like really 
invested in your course? Sure. I mean, like I grew up editing quite a lot, um, and that sort of inspired my my work. You know, what I wanted to do at uni. And I tried really hard first year to actually be a director, uh, but I actually lost out in the last kind of second to Matt. Which was really it's now, a really weird process. It's though. a really yeah. In like first year, we got like. I don't think they do it anymore. <clears throat> I don't think they do, but you like you know in like old like American films where they play like dodgeball and then they have like the kids and they line them up and then like the two most popular kids. I, pick I would them. I would I would say it's more akin to like X Factor. Yeah, because like basically like, they they got all the producers and lined them up and then they got all the directors and then like for some reason the directors did a pitch, uh, yeah, and then they there was like chose good, us all separately. You could only have like four or five films made I think it was six altogether actually it was kind of just how many producers I think yeah. we had but then again I don't think there was like the majority 20. of them didn't get made because of like Covid yeah there was a good 20 directors so we all had to pitch why we should be a director to the producers and uh, I guess just some people pitches were better than others well I, I still don't understand how was your how, pitch Ben well the thing is is that I, I so in like kind of the last round I guess if that makes sense in like the last producer to choose it was me Matt and then someone on our course who shall not be named and then um, Joey Callum Hazeman it was Joey Callum Hazeman oh. and we were stood there my Joey Joey's was like completely it was like Shakespeare levels. He was trying to like really big himself up, but he just looked like a twat. Yeah. Uh, mine was all about how I like how I was a former actor and how I have like how I've like, acted for films before, so I know what it's like. And Matt's was about psychology, and then Matt got chose over me, and it was the most confusing moment. Yeah, in my because life. as a director, I need to understand how I would want my my characters to act in a realistic manner. Yeah, but I'm an actor, so, so I know I know how actor. to look into a character. Yeah, but it's not about always about the characters and stuff. Well, I mean, if it's by that logic, then why does psychology count? Because why, it's, so why it's aren't important you important to understand how how the human mind operates? Why are you not directing anymore then? If if that's what you wanted to do in the first year, um, just because I, I I just sort of found myself a producer role at the start of second year, and I I actually just quite enjoyed setting up like productions and stuff and so I, I just carried on doing that the for the next production and the production after that but it doesn't I help am, that also in first year you ended up producing yours as well as directing because oh, yeah. our producer like well your producer sorry, just dropped out well I had two producers because one of them didn't speak English very well because he was from uh, China I think it was and then the the person who was co-producing with him dropped out when we returned for Christmas and then he just wasn't doing his job and I'd be like so has is, is this been done has that been done and he's like no not yet no not yet and so I like probably within the last two or three weeks I did about three or four months worth of producing because this guy just wasn't doing anything and I don't know maybe that's just why it stuck with me but I'm actually making a return to Directing because I'm directing a documentary next year. That's pretty cool. That's, I mean, I'm yeah. also producing it, but yeah, yeah, it's good to have a range of skills. Though, I think um, that's what I've learned. Like just doing different roles over my time at uni, like because mm. then if you know how to do everything, then you can do projects mm. by yourself a lot easier. Anyway, should we move on from this question? Yeah, let's move on. Um, so, how would you like evaluate your feelings at the end of the first year at university? And like, what were you looking forward to for the next few years? Uh, for me, 
I found that um, by the end of the year, I was like ready to come home. Yeah. And I thought like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I just can't wait to get home, be looked after again, and have to do all my own cooking, all my own cleaning. But um, I think after having a taste of what it's like to live independently and look after yourself, even though there's all these home comforts, you just feel more comfortable. Like, you, you know, do you know what I'm trying to like? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, enjoyed. I enjoyed living independently. Yeah, like and having my own sort of life outside I think, of. Although I love my parents very much, it, it, it is nice to 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 sort of fly from the nest, I suppose. Like when you're with your family, they just sort of like cater around you and everything's like yeah. done and prepared and stuff. But when you're like out in the real world, it's completely different. Kind of rough because the whole. Covid thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. COVID. Um, we didn't really have an end to first year, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally that. went home early. Didn't like supposedly on our course. You meant to have like this weird BAFTAs event kind of thing where you you mess with the other years and you like look at everyone's best work or whatever, and everyone gets funny awards. But nothing like that happened first year or second year actually. Um, so that was kind of. Sure it was happening third year. No, well, we'll have to wait and see what Big Boy Joe says, but... Uh, <laughs> His new lockdown plans. Uh, yeah. His announcement's like, today... Uh, that's what I read. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. because of the new Omicron variant, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens it's with an that. anagram for no crimbo, it's Omicron. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> At the start of the second year, we're all hugely affected by the coronavirus pandemic. How did you feel we were introduced to COVID-19 as students? I guess for me, it was kind of a worry because we're on such a practical course and it's it's horrible to think that you wouldn't be able to go into uni to play with cameras because obviously like there's so much, what is it, like guidelines? <laughs> is that you go in and you have to like deal with everything and you have to like clean everything but afterwards, so they just closed the media loan hub for us so we couldn't actually go and use the cameras so like no one really got anything filmed in second year except for our like final film of the year still fa they're still paying for it by the way just oh yeah still full payment still yep. nine grand a year yeah yeah that's the worst I feel like it had a massive knock on effect on um, our time at university but also like away from university as well like the things that were going on around us we couldn't really control much of it so yeah that's that's what I thought about it what, what do you guys think for me, it was it was weird because when they first started coming around and like getting like proper big, it was like what December, December, January time. Yeah. And it was just like at the time I was like, oh, this is kind of like the Ebola scare or whatever it was. And um, so I was like, oh, this won't affect us. It's, it's big news, but it, it won't affect us. We'll be fine because we're the main characters. Yeah. And um, but no, yeah, I. I would not have I would not have foreseen being for us it was hard <laughs> because obviously we couldn't see each other as but I mean because obviously like when we first got there we were still allowed out for like the 10pm uh, yeah, curfew was, it was a what, what it was in like rank 2 which like meant you could yeah. go out till, till 10 no it was in it was in like the lowest well it could have been rank 1 it was the lowest one for quite a while yeah uh, so we was able to go out then I think that's kind of what got us all to know each other um, and then I guess kind of we adapted to lives 
outside of uni kind of being able to be at home and then also like FaceTime and Zoom call each other as far as uni it just meant we couldn't do anything and uh, like as far as seeing your friends you just had to adapt to the world and how much it had changed yeah it was pretty naff really wasn't it to sum it up yeah yeah did you know that over half reported dissatisfaction with their social experience in the autumn term how do you feel about that I mean, I'm pretty sure it should have been more. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure there's a way lower than my experience yeah. would have been. Like, how, how are people actually happy with what's going on yeah. in COVID? Some students <laughs> reported dissatisfaction with their social experience in the autumn term. Um, students were more likely to have not left their accommodation seven days before being surveyed. <laughs> read that wrong but it's fine but yeah I get the point though yeah how do you feel that like people were dissatisfied with, with the social experience I mean like I said I feel like it should be way more like people upset with it mm. yeah it, it, yeah like how are people sit, sitting there and going I'm actually happy with how Covid's gone I think it's because we're like not as many people do like creative arts sort of yeah um, courses like what we do I also yeah. feel like some of the people could possibly be people who like move into flats but don't like their flatmates and like you can't go out and see your, like your other friends obviously so you end up just getting stuck in your halls with people you might not like and then you're just kind of stuck inside from them all the time like at least nowadays if you don't like your hallmates you know you can leave I feel like there's a sentimentality of just like you know that you're safe like in your hall so you know they're like you're safe in your hall, so like, and there's not much to do outside. So why, like, why, why wouldn't you just stay in and you know just chill? And there's that like sentimentality thing, but yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, definitely. But I agree. Yeah. Um. So, for like, following from the COVID um, crisis, what was your highlight of that summer? Was it allowed to like visit restaurants and nightclubs without mandatory masks and restrictions, or was it England struggling to make football come home? Met my lovely lady. You did? What's your favourite part of the summer just gone, Jack? My favourite part was when I met Millie. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, she just really brightens up my life and everything. Can't wait to go to the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Big cook vibes. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ben? I mean, I guess kind of how much I travelled between like Matlock in London was quite cool. Why did you keep travelling to London, Ben? Uh, to go see my, my long distance of a half at the time. And where's she now? Uh, Reading University. What was your highlight of the summer? <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, my highlight was meeting my, my missus, Chloe. Everyone's just talking about meeting girls. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, working as a kitchen assistant and giving back to the community. What was your best and worst memories in second year at university? I remember meeting up as friends at the park to celebrate the end of term, and we all went home to watch a new Loki series. That was a good day. That, that, was, that was a pretty good day. That was a good day, to be fair. Yeah. Lots of lovely pictures. I remember we were like vividly out, out of our minds, but you know, it was a really, really good day. Yeah. We all had our tits. It was just so hot, it was a hot summer. I'd say my my best moment of second year was was the absolute honour of meeting our technical director Kane. Uh, he's changed my life in so many ways to the point that we're actually like together. Uh, we met in in early December, <clears throat> and I'm watching him now. I think my worst experience during lockdown was. Uh, is it going to be the same as mine? 
Is our technical director Kane? Yes, he's also our technical director Kane. Matt? Um, for me, though, I'll, I'll start with my worst one to, to start mine off positively. Is when me and Ben made a film together, I produced and he directed. <laughs> And the entire crew was great. Everyone was so passionate about making the film. Yeah. And then we just, we filmed everything and then we got to the editing and we had just some, you can't even call him an editor. It was like, it was, I'd be able to make a better film on PowerPoint than whatever <laughs> he produced. But what Matt's saying, yeah, it's just he, he wasn't a great editor, and it was really defeating to be like on set for as long as we were, and then also like me and Matt having to like go into the editing suite with him like most days to like babysit him for him to then just like render the wrong fucking cut on the last day. And we have to run around half of Yeah, the we spent from the whole day just running over like everywhere, getting like footage, getting like all this. It was uh, it was a shit day to be honest. Yeah. But best part of What's the time frame? Second year. Second yeah. year, yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of... It, it just kind of all happened at once. It's kind of a bit of a blur year for me. Yeah. It's cool. Worst season yet. <laughs> <laughs> what about the third season? Third season, the one that's currently happening. Oh, um, Third season is going. It's going back to um, back to basics. I feel yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's it's bringing home what the fans loved for about the first season, but with a more modern take, and it's a lot more grounded as well. Now that the uh, the 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 COVID dilemma of second year, second season, sorry, is uh, yeah. I think they've killed off some of the shit characters as well. So we're yeah. good. <laughs> Just one more curly-haired little twat. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. What's your favourite moment from second year, Jack? And and if you want to branch out to third, I guess that's kind of what we're doing now. Well, I think some of my most vivid memories from second year was um, playing a game called Shoot the Ship. Or if that's what it was called, it was called the it was ship. Called the ship. Yeah. Sorry, oh, on Steam. What a great game! Brought in by Matt, like that just smashed it. It, it did. Not quite as a bit as big a hit of Monster Prom. We played for so long thinking we were playing against actual people, but it turns out we was in like an AI AI simulator. Can I just say, whenever we played on like a Steam game or something together as a group, the ones that always smashed were the games that I recommended. And you were the only one who had recommended them. You recommended Jackbox, you recommended Left 4 Dead, Monster Prom, like... One and two. Two was shit, but, like, one was, like... Two's too long, that's the problem. We got all done with two, like, midway through, it's I because we had to keep redoing the same missions because somebody was messing about. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Prom was, like, really good to, like, bring everyone together and just, yeah, like, Monster just vibe vibe with. It was... The best game. Yeah. Really yeah. Game. You're in the game, Jacob, so... We, we were all in the game. No, but Jacob was in the game. We are all in the game. <laughs> okay, EA Sports. Squid game. It's a squid game. Yeah, that's section three complete. Uh, Let's go into the fantastic section four. That's section three complete. This technical director sits <laughs> on his phone. Two, one, bing chilling. <laughs> In section four of the podcast, we will be talking about our last 
Yeah, as a topic, we realise that this year is vital in a student's university experience. In my opinion, and as the lead producer of the podcast, it was a scary thought knowing that we would all be graduating in 18 months' time and begin the deep dive into the professional working world. Were you apprehensive or eager to begin your third year as a student? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was kind of scared because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do after uni. Uh, I, mean, I had an idea. I wanted to be an editor, but I didn't know like what steps to take to get into the industry. Um, and I was sort of coming to the realization that if I don't sort something out in this third year, I'm going to come out of uni and be like a lot of the people I worked with at Sainsbury's who literally just did three years at uni and then worked in Sainsbury's for the rest of their life. And I cannot be that sort of person because that would be mind numbing and horrible. <laughs> Mm. I'd say out of all of us, Jack's definitely in the strongest position coming out of uni. He's got so much. I think so. Yeah. So much work on at the moment, and like, like technically, he's a professional editor because he's getting paid and stuff to do it. Yeah. And uh, better than any of us at the moment. But um, well, for me, I don't know. for me, my plan coming out is just I've 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 like. I don't know about you guys, but I found that there's always like someone or a friend of a friend whose parent like knows someone in like the media industry. So I'm I'm just going through them sort of sources trying. I to mean, get when your friends all live in Manchester, yeah, that's probably a good good mm. thing. But when you live in Stormy or Matlock, oh yeah, I forget that I'm just like literally right next to Manchester. Yeah, it's like no, to be fair, like, Derby's next to Nottingham, and Nottingham's quite a big. Area. Yeah. I say Manchester and London yeah, are, are, are the two main it's like ones. Manchester, that's like this big media, no, there's a big like thing. No, there is a and big, then there's just Nottingham that just there isn't. is a big film and media sort of like environment in Nottingham. Yeah, but comparing the two, plus mm. also none of us are necessarily from Derby or Nottingham, so I'm we're not from like Manchester. We're, yeah, but you've got friends in Manchester. Yeah, but none of them are from Manchester. Yeah, well, yeah, but do they do they not know people from Manchester that probably has a friend of a friend who has a mum? No. Um, so Jacob were you uh, what, what's your thoughts on this question um, I feel like it's been third year's been really really good for me to develop my contacts in the industry in the sports journalism industry I feel like I've developed quite a few um, like good contacts that I can call upon for coursework or assignments and we're keeping like regular contact and I'm doing work for like a few external um, there's a boxing company that I do work for now and I've got my own obviously my own YouTube channel so it's just about progressing and like continuing the the development really. Just it's it's all part of the process, you know, it's like one of those things, it just takes time, but eventually we'll all we'll have like an end goal, I think. So yeah. That's um that's my take on it. What about you, Ben? Like how how's your third year coming along? Um, I mean at the start of third year I was definitely quite worried about how or how well how I'd break into the like film industry is obviously kind of the big one, but I've kind of learned more recently that kind of being more commercial is kind of a good way to go and like for example like in the job I do work in now like there's always contacts to go and work in like advertisement for like highway machines so you know it, it earns money at the end of the day and it's always something that can fund like the next project if I wanted to go fully into you know yeah the world of film. I think these sort of things look really really good on CVs as well like if you're applying for a job in the future and Mm. you've got some like experience or like something to have no 
on your like curriculum vitae you can like show employers and stuff and they'll be like impressed with the work mm. that you've done so I think it is good to, to have that definitely but yeah so moving on to some interesting facts on average on an average weekday for full-time university students a total of 8.4 hours is spent sleeping 3.6 hours are spent on educational activities 3.5 are spent on leisure and sport 2.9 are work and work related Travelling is at 1.5 hours, eating and drinking at 1 and grooming is at 0.8 hours. How do you feel about these statistics? Do they reflect your daily lifestyles as students? And are you shocked or surprised at any of them? Sleeping, I definitely don't get 8.4 hours. I'm lucky if I get six. That's my goal. I'll get like six in the night, but then I'll have like naps throughout the day that build up to that eight. So I'm not surprised by that. The education thing is probably way less for me. You have naps? I I do have naps. How do you have naps? I just whack something on YouTube, something I'm not too interested in, something I've probably seen before, and I just... Just, just sleep. To be fair, in Whoa. second and third year, I've had like a few naps and stuff, like in, in between lectures, just to, you know. There's no benefit to them because you wake yeah. up feeling worse than when you fell asleep. But, yeah. you know, and um, <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess kind of the whole being spent on our educational activities is definitely not the same. <laughs> I definitely do a lot less, which probably isn't good to, to, to shout about, but. Nice, good answers. Nice. So, what about you, Matt? <laughs> All right, can we'll say, move on. <laughs> can you repeat <laughs> the question, please? <laughs> uh, there's so many statistics. How, how often do you spend sleeping? But how, how much oh, sleep right. do you get? Yeah, so sleep's something I've been struggling with lately. Like, I, I even, um, I, like the other night, I went to sleep about four or five. Jack woke me up at about nine o'clock. On request. On, on my request. And um, got woke up by having lightsabers thrown at me. Yep. And he made um, me promise that I'd get him up, so... And uh, that night I didn't go to sleep until about uh, four in the morning. So I just <sighs> apparently have an issue with sleeping. Yeah, I feel like now I've got my girlfriend and stuff, I'm developing a routine where it's like the nights are getting later and later. Like, I'm, I'm not going to bed until four or five in the morning. So. <laughs> It's not, it's not even that for me. It's just, it's just I just don't. I just don't. What? My brain's like, I, you're tired, but what? you don't want to go. So what? Uh, who's your uh, biggest motivation for your third year at university? Why? 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 Why are we all doing this? Why are we like? Why are we dragging ourselves out of bed every day? What's like the, the prime motivation? I guess for me personally, I guess it's more a case of just trying to make my parents proud. Because mm. I don't know. It's always really nice when they tell me that they're proud of me, and it, it's. Not in like a shit way, but they never they don't say it too often because I don't do that much. So I guess it's nice when they tell me that they're proud of me. But I wouldn't really say I have an inspiration third year. Like I like at this at the moment I just want to be like the best version of me that I can possibly be. So I guess like the inspiration is just like was it was it Matthew McConaughey said like a few years ago like my biggest has like, got nothing on his top now. his frail little body just doing really like, frail. Like, doing like a child like a childish Gambino like, my um yeah. my inspiration is my inspiration what? is uh, me in the future that's my that's my answer yeah, yeah. Yes. okay the only motivation is yourself what's your motivation Jacob. 
Um, to make my, my granddad proud, really, and just and just try and like get the best grade that I can at the end of university, and just and just try and like get the best grade that I can at the end of university. I think from myself, Jacob Webster, Jack Human, Matt Davidson, Ben Ashman. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the University Friends podcast as part of a standalone episode in the series. This can be accessed on Spotify. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone, and stay safe. Merry Christmas and happy birthday, Matt Davidson. Merry happy, Christmas Merry and Christmas. happy birthday, Jeebus. Merry Christmas and happy birthday, Matt Davidson. Love you, Kane. <laughs>